Hey everyone, welcome to the GIST Podcast. If you're tired of being comfortable and want to take on living life from the context of 100% fuck yeah. Join us each week as we share lessons we're experiencing in this crazy game called life. We invite you to play along and get your shit together. Take responsibility for how your life is currently going and at the same time, take on new, fun, and sometimes crazy shit. We promise to challenge your thinking by being vulnerable, authentic, and straight up with what we're dealing with, what doesn't work, and what can. Be warned, this is not your grandma's podcast. Welcome everyone to the Gist Life Podcast, episode 61. Today we talk about the right fit, or is there even such a thing? We talk about conditions needing to be perfect and taking the typical actions. It's all about mixing it up and doing what others are not willing to do. Be straight with people and actually ask for what it is that you want and create accountability so that we know what's going to happen, who's doing what. We talk about crisis. Why is it that we wait until the 11th hour to shift our actions and mix it up? What would it look like if you actually did what you know to do and created expanded results. I don't know about you, but I have it that life is already uncomfortable. It's already difficult. So what would it look like if I took that one degree shift and totally transformed my results? Because we're just going to talk about shit. Talk about shit? Isn't that what we do? That's so powerful. (laughs) (laughs) What? We're powerfully generating shit this morning. Yeah, I'm I'm not in a powerful place right now. I'm like in a coasting place. I see that. I can like feel it. Yeah, and it's like I don't give a shit. Mm. It's life is is showing up a certain way, and uh, and I'm kind of like running with it right now. It sounds like, uh, and I'm tired. Tired. Yeah, I get I get that. I'm tired. It's like sloshing through the mud. You're you're right in the thick of despair. I mean, I wouldn't go that heavy, but... No, it is. It's despair. It's the feeling of no hope. Right? But hope makes no difference. The only thing that makes a difference is action. Mm. Yeah, that's true. And we have it that we have to do it on our own. We talked about this last week. I don't know how to support you, but it's like we still do it on our own anyway. Well, what's really interesting about, yes, having to do it on your own uh, and then actually uh, having conversations with people and making requests, mm. most people don't know how to help. Totally. They're like, yeah, I, I just don't, um, I don't know who I could connect you with, which for me is, is fucking weird because do you know who do you know people who are in business i do you just connect me to those people okay well let's make a list after this podcast and that was more that was also a rhetorical like i got that with with everybody else is like dude, i don't know we, we get into this mode of it's got to be the right fucking fit you don't know if it's the right fit well yeah and the thing that that's present for me with that is that um, 
being attached to it being the right fit is a really good way for me to avoid the discomfort of bridging an introduction. Yeah, totally. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to rely on um, who I know you to be for you to sort out if it's the right fit. Right. It's sort of like the introductions that you create that I'm shitty at following up on or I have a story about I'm shitty at following up on. It's like two awesome people. Hey, you guys should meet. And now it's in your court. You get to, and there might be a, a different way to set that up, but the point is if I connect you with somebody else that, you know, I know how you are, who you are, so I connect you with somebody else that I think you guys would have a, you know, legit conversation, well, now it's in your court. You get to create something with it. And, and that's it. And so yeah. in all the conversations that I've had with people, yeah, they're they're asking me to, give them something so they kind of have some context for what it is that I could support them. And I'm like, yeah, they might not even know that that me, that's a support that they require. That's the thing. So for me, the last little while has been, it's been, it's been good. I've been in action. I've been on the phone having conversations with people, but it, it hasn't been, I don't think it's been very effective. Yes and no. I mean, I I got some work out of it. That's great. It's not the work that I was looking for either. The the small win, the 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 couple in this sort of defined um, that would make a difference for me in, in my world right now. So it's like I get to do it all over. Monday. I'm super excited about that. I can feel the enrollment. I am really present to like you are totally in the zone. Oh man, I'd much rather crawl behind a rock right now. I get that. Now I won't. I know you won't. But that's where I'm at right now. You're also in, you're also in the wrong community for that <laughs> totally. activity. Is like, well, you know, anybody, what? El- anybody else want to hang out behind this rock with me? <laughs> Because I know Vern won't. We can talk about the weather. How's that sound? Yeah, man. I I uh, I totally get it. And so what I'm committed to is to not have it figured out in terms of how I actually support you. Mm. All I'm going to do is stand here and listen to you as I know you to be. And I know you to be a person who makes a difference and lifts people up and you won't take shit. So that means that I'm not going to take shit from you. <laughs> so right and the thing that the thing that's there is that what i'm present to is like hmm, what does it mean what does it look like to be a real friend and there's been times where you've been my a real friend and and that and that looks like okay cool man i've listened to you for however long and now it's like what does it look like to transform this thing and again, it was sort of like that conversation we had about the recharge day. I don't know if you ever ended up doing that or if that was kind of what yesterday was. But that was Friday, yeah. Yeah. And 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 again, I'm just putting this out there. So I, I'll, I have my own like stories and shit that I pull in that will stop me from doing the things that I really want to do. And a friend that I'm really inspired by right now is our friend Heather. And what I see is that she's just like, hmm, you know what, like, it's all of my own attitudes and behaviors from before that will stop me from creating some kind of a massive action and and creating something right now. And so that's what I see as possible for you. 
is I, I play into the story of, oh, yeah, I totally get it, man. You got to fucking start over and like create this whole new model and the this and the that. And, and the reality of it is, is, is <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> I just looked at the poster. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just a matter of um, looking at what you're actually inspired by and going, okay. What is putting something in motion on that thin and narrow path actually look like? And what does it look like to A, not do it alone? And what does it look like to create something that's like completely unrecognizable from the way that I would normally do it? Right? There's all these considerations in terms of how it has to go. I don't know what's going to happen with Heather on May 1st, but I know that she's like put a pretty tight time constraint on and she's totally empowered and in action and things are moving. And it's like, okay, well, what would that look like? Like, what would it look like for not just for you, but for both of us to actually double down and completely transform the what so right now mm-hmm. in the next like six weeks, three to six weeks? Yeah, what would it look like? Yeah, and it's an inquiry. It's not a thing to be answered right in this moment. It's a thing to look at and be like, hmm, yeah. What would it look like? What is it? I don't even know what it is. Cute, dramatic pause. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I'm like over here going, why is it so quiet? Oh. I have a need to fill the space. I've got to say something. Just <laughs> shut up, Vern. The quiet power, my friend. Some refer to it as smolder. Yeah, there is a... Um... I don't have any answers for anything right now. All I know is there, there are uh, steps that I have been taking that I will continue to take. There's conversations I've been having every single time I have a conversation with somebody uh, it it reinforces what's possible and I'm not having the conversation from a place of um, help me Mm. like I need help help me that's not where the conversation is coming from and I'm clear that's not where the conversation is coming from. And it can also have a little aura of there's nothing wrong. And I got my shit figured out. And I just am looking for this thing. And, you know, when you got the, the time, when, when you have the opportunity, if you could connect me to somebody. Right. And that, um, that also doesn't work because that's not true. Because I actually do need something to happen sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. So that, excuse me, that's something that, oh my gosh, dude, that's so funny because we're obviously connected through our unmessables group, right? And we're the clearing for each other. And that is exactly what I've been bringing to the calls, realizing for myself that, oh, I don't actually make powerful requests. The requests that I make look like exactly that. Maybe someday, if it's not too much trouble, or, hey, would you be open to this thing? Rather than putting it on the table and having them have a choice, like, here's what I'm up to. Here's some things that I see that I need or would make a difference. Will you take on 
X thing? Or will you introduce me to this person or could support me with that thing? Like just a clear request. Right. And, and we do that where we're all like passive and yeah, we don't intrude, don't intrude, you know, they're, they're, you know, when they're fully capable of saying, actually, no, I can't take that on right now for whatever reason that they have, or just a no is fine. Right. Yeah. And then, then what? And so you have that conversation. You have that ask, make that ask. Um, do you sit on your laurels, wait for the thing to show up or do you do something? Yeah, you do something. Are you talking in that conversation where you made the request? Um, I'm talking about after you've made the request. So what did they, they said? Yes. Yes, I'll do that. As an example? Yes. Okay. Like, so yeah, I'll, I'll have a look at um, who there is. And so there's a follow-up for sure. Well, there's also, hold on. Hold on. So first of all, if they say no, okay, great. Now you know where they're at. So far, nobody said no. I got that. But if they say no, consider maybe maybe you didn't actually create the opportunity for them to say no. Yeah, totally. Whether, whether that's right or wrong. But So let's say they say no, great. You know where they're at. Move on. Number two, or, you know, can I follow up? Whatever it might be, whatever action you see to take. And then if they say yes, what is the predictable future if you leave it totally in their court? Oh, there's no action that'll be taken. Yeah. So now inside of leadership and inside of being the, the person that I know you to be, that would look like, okay, great. Thanks for the support. I appreciate it. Now, what does that look like? What is our next action step? And they'll say, oh, well, let me have a think on who the people are that I can introduce you to. Okay, great. Because you're you want to know what's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. It's Monday. Is it reasonable that I touch base with you by Thursday and you'll have a list of a few names? And they go, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, that works. Yeah, it's clear. And without being too rigorous, you don't got to be like, okay, because like, you're not coaching them. Did you put that in your calendar? But it's like, okay, great. Well, I'll touch base with you Thursday afternoon. So at least now they've given their word to something. And then when you call them on Thursday, they see that you're actually reliable and you followed through and did the thing you said you were going to do. And whether or not they're prepared that time, they'll definitely be prepared the next time. Mm-hmm. So and that's what I see is missing for me. I'm totally just being selfish and coaching myself here. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, just be clear with people. What is it that you're fucking asking for? Okay, great. Now, what does that look like on the court? Because I know that there are areas that I'm certainly not reliable. If someone leaves it in my world and says, okay, cool, man, I'll touch base with you in a couple of weeks, I don't even expect to hear from them. The likelihood is I probably haven't written anything down or whatever. And I'm out to transform that behavior for one. And for two, I'm out to transform how I make requests and how I hold people accountable to what they said that they would do. Cause I know that I'm passive even on my follow-up. Oh yeah, great. I'll touch base with you in a few weeks. And I've left space for believing that they're likely not going to take action. And then when I call them, I'm going to be a burden. Right. And that sounds like a real fun place to be. Yeah, it doesn't really work very good. No, no, it does not. <clears throat> So, let's you and I make a list. 
Yeah, sounds good. And I'm totally being okay with long dramatic pauses in this podcast, by the way. I got that. <laughs> I don't know if we'll keep them in there or not, but Yeah, maybe like one or two. <laughs> Make sure like, that people are like, is my phone still on? Yeah, they'll come in in the middle of the podcast and be like, wait, what's going on? Is this just dead air? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, a lot of times we have really good flow in our conversations and there isn't a lot of space. And lately it's been either guests or the three of us or I wasn't here. So I don't you know what I mean? I don't know what actually occurred in the recording. So in in today is no, I don't want to say different, but what's so today is that there's a real life thing present for you right that there's shit that you're actually grappling with and this is our promise to our listeners that we don't have to fucking get into a space of looking good before we get on the mic this is our time when we record and we bring to the podcast whatever we're dealing with at that time there's uh in the conversations that i've been having with people I, I've been putting it on the table, right? There's a, there's a, there's some uncertainty and there is new direction that could, could be taken in, in any number of ways. And in just having that conversation with some people, not everybody, go figure they get to share the exact same thing that's going on in their world. And this is the thing that, so I, I am um, challenged by this idea of having qualifications as in the certificate or the bachelor's or the MBA or the master's or whatever the fuck designation is and uh and then the experience of having experienced it and having to go through it and knowing what what is going on what's really going on when i have a conversation with somebody Like that, that empathetic understanding of your situation. And then because of that, being able to make a, um, echo back what I hear and then make a recommendation if they're open to it and then go, holy fuck, I could totally do that. Yeah, you totally could do that. And it's, for the last week, it's been, uh, whenever that's shown up, it's been really uncomfortable things. Because this whole week has been about really uncomfortable things. So so just so I'm with you, so you're saying that a, a lot of times, like, the, the feedback people will give you would be an uncomfortable action. The, uh, they, the, it has been, yeah. yes, uh, not with everybody because everybody's yeah, sure. in a in a different space, and um, uh, and then as a result, I'm actually able to do that for others. 
So, well, yeah, that is what you do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, just getting reconnected to it. Mm. Um, and what I'm hearing inside of what you're sharing is that two things. Most people don't really listen. Right. And most people don't really share. Right. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> This is really good because when you've got nothing to lose, anything, you can do anything. Like you can truly do anything. And so in sitting down and having conversations with people that um, might have been somebody that I could have helped, uh, I don't know, but just in sitting down with them and, and that's it. Okay, so it's you and I right now. Let's have a conversation. How are things going? And me being quite frank and, and transparent about my uncertainty in my life has had them create the uncertainty in their life, uh, in their new opportunity, the, the new job that they took, uh, and just not knowing if it was the right thing to do. I got to, they got to see that, that there was something that they've been avoiding, mm. that they, that if they were to actually take it would be super uncomfortable and might actually be, would make all the difference. And I'm being very abstract because I don't want to point to anything in particular because yeah. this is multiple conversations over with multiple people. with multiple people. Yeah, so I appreciate you pointing that out because at the end of the day it's like makes a difference to get on the court with what you're talking about, but at the same time I get I picking up what you're laying down like by you being straight and vulnerable with people and actually sharing what's working, what's not working, particularly what's not working and where you're I don't want to I'm using words like lost or confused or whatever, the, whatever it is, wherever you're stopped, let's say you're actually sharing that with people. You're not hiding out. You're not trying to be a certain way inside of holding that space. It opens up something for other people such that they can be vulnerable and really share like, oh yeah, here's the things that I'm not actually sharing with people. Fuck man. I'm not sure about that job. I'm not sure I did made the right choice or being considerate in the next response because you don't want to burn any bridges or insult anybody or, or make anybody feel bad, but actually being in complete disservice to that person because you didn't take that action. Totally. Can, can you say more about that? So there's something there is a, there, uh, so a, a good friend of mine, James, and he listens to podcasts all the time. Hi James. Hi James. We are talking about you now. <laughs> he has an opportunity. He's working in a startup. Um, it's a tech software as a service startup. It's a platform that bridges someone, uh, uh, people who have resources that are, are sitting there not being used and those that require said resources and uh, can bridge that communication. Well, then there are people who are responsible for said resources. And this is all inside of our antiquated energy industry, mm -hmm. constantly doing it the way it's always been done. And when, you know, just getting by as a result uh, and, and playing it safe. 
uh, not truly innovating, they are sitting on it and not not willing or fearful of making a, a radical choice, a different choice that could actually be create uh, a ridiculous amount of uh, positive cash flow in, in the, the organization that they're a part of. And, uh, and James is frustrated by it. He's like, they're, they are not, they don't see it. I'm like, okay, well, if they don't see it, who needs to see it? Who needs to see the opportunity and, and how are you talking about it? And if it is in excess of millions of dollars of, of resource and infrastructure and, and assets that are just sitting there um, effectively decomposing in, in yards all over the place, and you could turn that into positive cash, cash flow, but that person is, is resistant to it, who else do you need to talk to to let them know about that? that this is a thing and get really absolutely clear that this is a thing that could really make a difference and turn that asset into a liquidated um, stream of, of cash flow for your business. But because so-and-so said, no, this is, I don't know. I don't, I don't think we should. I don't know if it's a good idea because they are riddled with fear. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, well, I guess I'll check, check in in a couple months. Fuck that shit. Fuck that. You yeah. talk to the to the next person up and, and and let them know what's going on. Do you realize you have thirty million dollars in assets in your yard that you could liquidate almost immediately because there's someone here that could use it, or would you rather it just decompose out there? Because if that's your business, then I definitely can't help you. But I don't think it is. Yeah, and there's and there's and there's also you said something really critical here, man, and this cannot be said enough. Doing it how it's always been done. So people like we're totally stopped inside that. We're totally paralyzed by it. And, and there's even a way in which James could could reach those other people, those other opportunities, other people up the chain, whatever it is. You know, the, there's a normal way that we do it. There's a way that that always normally is done. Yes. And there are other ways that he could go about that like like you said you got nothing to lose you already got no from these other people you actually can't make it happen without you know making a difference or communicating with certain people okay great well you have nothing to lose so what would it look like instead of oh i need to get a hold of that person i need to book that book a meeting or need to do this need to do that the way that again the human's trying to figure out how to get it done what if you just sent somebody a video that was 30 seconds just what you just said right there Hey, do you realize you have thirty million dollars of equipment sitting in your yard that could be liquidated almost immediately? And I have people who are interested. Can we please find time to talk? Because there's some people in your organization who think this is a bad idea, and I think that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Here's totally. how you can reach me. Yeah, if man. that doesn't get someone's attention, then they're probably not the per- it's probably not <laughs> the right people for you to be talking to anyway. Uh, it's it's likely just more of the same. Yeah, exactly. So. I hope that works out for you, James. <laughs> I could use $30 million of liquid assets. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> oh. Yeah, man. Heather said something to, me, something to me the other day. And, uh, like, she said, what I'm out to call, I'm tired of, you know, settling for this level of income. She's like, I'm out to cause, like, 10 times that 10 times so imagine what that would be like 
right? This is me speaking from a place of like, you know, there's been times where money's been good and all that kind of stuff. But for the most part throughout my life, money has been not present, particularly in my younger years. And a lot of the time where I've went into business for myself, because as you know, entrepreneurs and business owners know, you know, generally speaking, there's not a whole lot of money floating around in those early years. <laughs> right. And, uh, and I got really connected to like, what would that actually make available? So I think I get stuck and fixated a lot on the actual dollars and cents and like, oh, money in the bank or money in the business or whatever. And really what's so for me is that none of that shit actually matters. What really matters is what does the money or the revenue or the success, what does it make available? I'm clear that I don't want to make $10 million a year and have no time. I want more money, more time, more impact. Like I want, I want to have it all. So the questions I've been asking myself is like, who do I actually have to be? What would I actually have to do? Who would I have to talk to? Who would I have to like, for lack of better terms, tell on myself with to actually get out of life what it is that I want? Because I know that I'm more than capable. I mean, I've got a really death grip story that says I'm not capable, I'm not able, like that's actually how I view myself as a small person who can't do shit. And the reality of it is the more and more I talk to people and ask them, hey, what's your impression of me? Like, what do you actually think? That's not the feedback I get, whether they're, and I, and I don't think they're just all being polite Canadians. People are being straight with me and being like, oh man, I see you as like a, a bold, authentic, uh, truth, trustworthy, uh, humble. Uh, somebody called me a teddy bear yesterday. Um, I don't get passive, small, quiet, shy, timid, unsure. I don't get that. So that just tells me it's time to fucking put that shit down for myself and really step into like, you know, an uncomfortable future to, to really cause what it is that I want to cause. Cue awkward silence. That's <laughs> uh, not awkward. That's <laughs> not awkward. No, no. What was the word I was looking for? Not awkward. Dramatic. There it is. <laughs> also have it that I ain't good with words. Heel. <laughs> more, more money, more time, more everything. Because yeah. We can. Yeah, exactly. Because we can, not because like. Well, here's a really interesting example. Maya did her raw show on Thursday. It was her first time doing her raw show. Her expectation or the expectation of her by raw as the organization is that you need to sell 20 tickets at $20 a piece. If you don't sell the 20 tickets, well, at the end of the day, you're responsible for said 20 tickets. Right. So it's $400. It's only $20 a ticket. It's not a ridiculous ask. Mm -hmm. uh, and what happened was at the final week of the show, the beginning of this week, Monday, she had sold three tickets. She was passively 
making requests of people. Mm-hmm. Busy, busy people mm-hmm. doing tons of stuff. Busy stuff. Got it. It's okay. I know you're busy. Yes. Right. And as a result of, of a passive request of busy people, she got three tickets sold. Well, then she got a message, a letter, email, uh, the following day, Tuesday, indicating that uh, whatever tickets you haven't sold by, I don't know when, but probably Wednesday, mm-hmm. that you need to clear that up. So that was like 350 bucks. I'm like, well, we don't have 350 bucks. Full stop. So what are you going to do about it? So what are you going to do about it? And if I could get rid of one thing in my world, it is this ridiculous need to like be at the, your feet are on the fire before you actually make the change, do the action. You don't have to wait for a crisis to take massive action. Yeah, yeah, we do. And she did. And her and I had conversations all all the way up to this point. You know, you could ask people to come to the show and you could make an even bolder request and say, and if you can't come to the show, buy a ticket anyways, because you'd be supporting me. Mm-hmm. You could have, you could do that. There is nothing saying that you can't do that. This is totally what we were talking about earlier. Yes. It took her something to finally, now at the bottom hour, the, the, the what's that, what's the saying? The 11th hour. The 11th at the 11th hour. hour. God, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> At the 11th hour, now I will make those requests. Why does it have to be at the 11th hour? Because we're adaptive. Well, no, because we're we're fucking passive. There's nothing adaptive about it. It's bullshit. Why, why Why do I have to be, why am I dealing with the situation that I'm dealing with right now? It's not because I'm adaptive. Well, no, it's partially because you're adaptive, because you're able to navigate. Oh, yeah. You're able to navigate. You're not going to die. That's why. Because your fucking brain is running the show, your animal brain. You're like, well, we're not dead. You're just not fulfilled. Yeah, that part drives me nuts. Yeah, so... And this is is so perfect, so I'm going to put this out there. This This is what we were talking about earlier. The reality of it is, okay, I just, by the way, I had this visual, but how did she do? First of all, I want to close She it. sold, uh, she had one ticket left. She had one ticket left. Yeah. Perfect. And and by the way, it's okay. I know you guys are busy as a direct quote from a message she sent me and my wife. Oh, <laughs> well, I taught a conversation with her about that. I'm like, why did you put that in there? And you know what? Uh, I got to, I want to acknowledge. Actually, that. I know why she put it in there. Why did she put it in there? Because it was a passive aggressive move. Right. It was a subtle, subtle little dig because in the back of her mind, she didn't think that you were going to do it. And so it was her way of like kind of vindicating and justifying inaction that she was a cause of. Yeah. Yeah. 
you, fuck, there's, it's so subtle, but do you see like what the difference is when you're just straight with people? Like, what if she would have said that? Hey, it's all good. I know you guys are busy. Hey, would you take this on? Buy a ticket anyway. Yeah, she didn't actually ask that, did she? No, I don't think so. I didn't. I, I, I don't think so. So, first of all, I want to acknowledge Crystal because my wife, she is the reason why we showed up. And again, inside of this is like my lack of integrity here, but inside of that conversation, that interaction with Maya of, okay, it's all good. I know you guys are busy. Like, it's totally reasonable that I had a full day. I did the self-expression leadership program that night. And then I wasn't done until like 11 o'clock or whatever. Yeah, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. Totally justifiable. And Crystal was like, hey, yeah, let's go to Maya's thing. Or I can't remember how it came up, but <clears throat> I said, oh, do you you want to go? And she goes, well, we, we can. Let's just support her. Let's just go. Go for like an hour or whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Right? It was like not a thing. It was not a thing at all. And uh, yeah, it's just not a thing. Right. So, and, and again, with so, so, so that was what occurred. Right. So we showed up. It was awesome. And so back to your point about, not your point, rather, what we were talking about earlier when I first showed up here, mm-hmm. talking about like, and I'm not creating these words like this is how it is, but just stay with me for a second. Like we have it at least that life is hard, right? And to be successful is hard, difficult, right? And where I'm at in my life for sure is I'm uncomfortable. Like it's not going super smooth in the way I want it to go all the time. And I'm not rolling in dough all the time and I have tons of time and I'm lit up and my business is rocking. It occurs as a grind quite a lot. Most of the time, in fact. It occurs as a grind. So, and there's things that I need to do. There's things that I'm accountable for. There's mouths I have to feed. And I'm sitting here saying that I want to make a difference for people. And really what's so is that I'm, I'm playing like absolutely small and doing pretty close to the bare minimum. Right. And it doesn't occur like that to the outside world. And it certainly doesn't occur like that to me when I'm bullshitting myself. Because, you know, I'm busy. Yeah, you justified the shit out of it. Yeah, so I'm already busy. Life's already difficult. And I'm already uncomfortable. So now, what does it look like if I got uncomfortable in a different sandbox, a different arena? And I actually said to somebody, okay, yeah, that's great. You can't make it. I get you're busy. And could you buy a ticket anyway? Because it would really support me. Mm -hmm. Like what actually becomes available... Well, when now you, you sell your 20 tickets. That's right. Matter of fact, you probably sell more. Most likely. And as a, on top of that, she would have made money on right. any sick tickets that she would have sold after the 20. That's right. It would so have cash in her pocket. There was an opportunity. Yeah. And all it is is a one degree shift to let them have... Look, it's like what you said earlier. If I create the space for you to get uncomfortable, that means then if I say, hey, I get you can't make it and could you buy a ticket anyway? The only place that that person is, where they're left is, fuck, I don't have 20 bucks like that I want to give up for this. And then there's a space for them to say, look, I actually want to support you. And I just, I actually don't want to, I don't have the 20 bucks to give up right now. Like, like, let's say it actually came down to that. 
So it doesn't matter. I'm just talking using that as an example. It could be whatever example. whatever request. The point is, is now all of a sudden, oh, we just got a little bit more connected. And it even creates an opportunity of like, oh, hmm, you don't have 20 bucks to spare? Maybe there's something I could do to support you. Thanks for being straight with me. Do you know anybody who might be interested in my show? And by the way, I want to circle back with you about not having 20 bucks. Are you open to that? Mm-hmm. Or no, can let's set up a time to sit down and have that chat. Are you open to that? You see how fucking natural that is for me? Where did that come from? Are you open to that? Yeah. Because I've yeah, I think it is a, I think it's maybe not that you and I created it together, but I think it's something that, um, occurred like the way to do it a few years ago. Like, would you be open to that? Yeah. There's a time and a place for that. That actually works. Totally. Right. I've, I've had success in that. Yeah. And then there's a time where you just need to be like, okay, great. Let's set up a time to sit down and deal with that or whatever. Yeah. Stop being so fucking fluffy. Stop being so fucking fluffy. (laughs) Right? Yeah, so I'm, I'm hearing. I'm actually excited about my week. Go figure. There is, uh, there are many things that I bring to the table for people. And Everybody that I have reached out to, I will be reaching out to again and having an even more direct request because they already know there's some context. Yeah. And it's not, it, it's not a, who's a fit. It's who, you know, right. Who, who do you know? Because I'm always looking for to the point earlier. I don't know if you're going to be able to support Bob or Bill, or Jason, or whoever it is. But I also know that they will get something sitting down with you. That's right. And to your point earlier, the rest is up to you. The rest is up to me. I don't want a perfect fit. I've been trying to find the perfect fit for the last two and a half years. It hasn't gotten me a perfect fit yet. That's not true. We've had some perfect fits. They are far and in between and actually are part of a cycle of getting up to the perfect fit because it's inside of building a relationship and a context for value and an understanding. And I'm, I'm not ready yet, but I could be ready later. Like so many variables. We'll never find our perfect fit, not off the bat, but we can be of service. I can sit down and, and, Uh, and have a conversation about how you are running your business and how you are showing up in the marketplace. And I know without a doubt, there is something that you haven't done that I will bring to the table. And you'll be like, holy fuck, I didn't even think I could do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you totally do that. Guaranteed. And everybody's going to have a different, a different version of that. I'm not coming in with a cookie cutter approach. I can't. That's not who I am. Um, yeah. Doesn't work really. It doesn't work. It's, it's, it's not, um, everybody's different. Everybody's looking at it from a different lens. So I get to go over and look at it from their lens. And the thing that I would put, I I, I would assert your 
probably are going to take this on, but the thing that I would put in your space about when you have those conversations again, just be straight about how your original request went. Like, you know, I, I, I realized actually I didn't, whatever it is, right? However the conversation went, if you were, whatever you see for yourself, I did, maybe I wasn't actually clear about what I was asking for. Well, I'm going to ask actually, was yeah. it clear what I was asking for? Great. Yeah. Get some feedback first and they'll say, Oh, whatever they say. And then, then you can create from there. Yeah. So you're now, you're all of a sudden you're like excited for your week. More excited than before. More. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm like screaming from the it's rooftops like, here. But... Bring on Monday. Yeah. Um, no, but like but it's point. certainly not as heavy as it was earlier. Yeah, the po- that's just it, man. It's like, you know, um, I'm happy to hear that. And I, and I actually see for myself, like, I really see from some of the conversations I've taken on this week and how those conversations occurred in comparison to how they occurred just the week before. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, uh, there's a new realm of possibility. Like, there's a new realm of of possibility for me. Like there really is, um, what becomes available when I make a one degree shift in how I speak with people, what I ask for, how I ask for it. And what, not only that, what, but how vulnerable and straight I am about my own stuff, like what I'm willing to share. You know what I'm saying? Like I actually have shared with people and this will, this will probably disappear from my language going forward or eventually. But the point is, is if I've been passive with people, and not actually been straight about what I'm, what I'm out to cause, I'll share that with them and say, I'm just not committed to that anymore. So here, here's what I'm committed to moving forward. What does it actually look like for us to work together and create a tangible result or whatever the conversation is? That's the thing is I tell people like, look, what I'm committed to is showing up here and getting clear about what it is that you're out to cause with your life. And then creating some actions for you to take and for me to take and hold each other accountable around those actions. It's the things that you don't want to do that will have you get out of life what, what you want to get. And I haven't been doing that with people. And I'm like, so I'm not committed to that anymore. So what does it look like? And then they go, oh, okay. And then we create something and it's like, okay, cool. Now, what are we actually leaving here promising to each other? Like really getting on the court with it. And the reason why I avoided that stuff is because I thought, well, you know, if I call people out on their shit, they're going to get upset. Well, first of all, fuck, let them get upset. It's probably overdue. Yeah. And most of the time they don't. Most of the time they're grateful that somebody actually had the balls to be like, yeah, you're not doing any of that, by the way. Yeah, you're right. I'm not. Yeah. And I want to support you. So what do we got to do? And then they're like, oh, and then, they, then there's like this whole new realm of possibility. Yeah. So the, the, I, the, I don't know if I closed the loop on this earlier, but the, the point is if my life's already difficult and I'm, all, and I'm uncomfortable, what does it look like if I actually take on the things that, I, that occur to me as uncomfortable and the things I'm not taking on? They're already uncomfortable. So I'm going to get expanded results and my life's probably going to work better. Yeah, you actually learn something. <laughs> that's right, right? Rather than just fucking tolerating all the shit that's not working. I think uh, there's there's something to be said about getting to the point and getting to the heart of it and not feeling like there has to be anything else done. And I'm complete in, inside of, uh, 
what what I was dealing with, the, the grapple this morning. Um, Vern walking in and going, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. What, is that what you said? Yeah, in my head. <laughs> I'm like, I was expecting him, like, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes later. And, of course, I did something. I started to do something, and now it's going to be interrupted. But I set myself up that way. Yeah, you had all that going on, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're, like, writing, and I'm just yammering on <laughs> in the background. That's when I showed up this morning. I was So what happened is I was supposed to show up a bit early, later because I had a call that ended up getting canceled. So I showed up a bit earlier. Not a bit earlier. He showed up at... It was like eight eight thirty. Eight thirty. That's like me showing up. Eight forty. <laughs> no, it was definitely eight thirty. Was it? Yes. That's funny. Well, anyway, yeah. So um, something got something got started though. Yes. Right, right then and there, as it tends to. So there you go. Okay. So so this was episode sixty one. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, dude. So like 49 more, no, 39 more episodes to like a big milestone. What does that mean? What are we going to make that mean? We'll we'll talk about it when we get there. We haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> All right, awesome. This was a fucking outstanding conversation. This has been episode 61 of the Just Life podcast. I, what I loved most about this is that we actually were our word. We brought real shit to the podcast we're dealing with shit and you guys actually get to see in real time what it looks like to create a shift and, and access to new actions and a totally new energy. Like I wasn't even joking. I think your fucking skin tone actually did shift a little bit. And and what, what's it all about? It's all about telling the truth. How are you actually going to create a result in your life if you're not fucking telling the truth? Yep. So just get real with people and be straight. Thanks for listening. <laughs>